This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Are you missing Steve? Eh, we kind of are. I gotta admit, I'm, I'm missing Steve a little. Just a little bit. I'm, miss, I'm missing his like ice-breaking attitude, but I think that's about it. Yeah. Have, you, uh, have you seen him since you've been back? No, I haven't. Oh, dang. I got to uh, <laughs> I got to golf with him, so I'm good on Steve. You're good. You, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You had your fill of Steve for <laughs> yeah, a couple weeks. I heard he got a tender bite. He, he did. did. He stopped by my house at like 11 o'clock on Sunday night. To brag or what? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> did he fuck? I don't know. I think so. I think he did. Did he fuck? Gross. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter. The podcast is always brought to you by Scent Crusher. I hope Steve Scent Crushes clothes because loud knows if he didn't. <laughs> and you know right now it's sweatpants season. It's getting there, so you know he's never yeah. going to take those things off. I got his sweatpants in my truck right now. Well, oh, why? Because oh. he left them there. Oh, I'd why? burn them. Are you the tender? Because we went golfing. <laughs> Are you the tender? Did we you, went golfing hey, straight to the bar. Hey. Did you guys fuck? No. <laughs> Scent Crusher, bro. Scent Crusher. Scentcrusher.com. Uh, no, really, though, that Scent Crusher really applies to this episode. This is the, obviously, it's the Colorado one. Uh, so you're going to expect some one-off quality because we recorded on the mountain with the little uh, tiny mobile recorder. Um, so we weren't actually talking into mics. We just got the little XY mics there. But Scent Crusher saved our asses uh, in I Colorado. Bet, What's that? So I bet, dude, it did. Marina wool helps, like so. Your it just helps like wick sweat and mm-hmm. scent and all that. Yep. But every chance we got, if we were back to the truck, ran the ozone go max, ran gear bags when we could. I brought the room clean with even with the power adapter and plugged it into my truck. Yeah, so nice. I I use scent crusher to the full advantage. Out. Yeah, I had to, man, had to. Also HHA sports. I was worried about my HHA. I don't know why. Just when you're on a backcountry hunt, I was worried that something might happen. Well, yeah, I mean, you have it strapped your back the whole time. You never know. You could fall. You could, you know. Speaking of which, yeah. my dad fell. It was the first day in. My dad fell on his site hard oh. and laid there, and I'm like, fuck. I fell in Nebraska and pretty much dug the site. Like, I was hanging on to it, <laughs> and it pretty much went in the dirt. Really? Like, God damn it. Well, I told him, I told my dad, I'm like, you got to shoot that thing tomorrow morning in camp. Oh, you have to. And it was dead on, which it was good. It's nice to know, like, all well, lifetime warranty, it's all good. So if you guys yeah. are doing those backcountry hunts, check out hhasports.com, uh, lifetime warranty, and they got the Verticero Rest. Um, also, lead archery. Our rituals were good. We didn't get to shoot them in Colorado, but man, it was it's just nice to have them. It's good to take the the WCB edition bows out. Um, and then Hunter's Blend Coffee saved our asses every morning. We did it the uh, I don't even know if we did it right. We just boiled it in on the jet boil and then filtered it through some cheesecloth into a thermos <laughs> and wrapped it up in a in a hoodie and then hey, it, it in the morning. It worked it good. Works. It still tasted delicious. We had the dark blend. And if you're wanting to try some Hunter's Blend Coffee, working class. Is the code you need to use for ten percent off huntersblendcoffee.com. Um, all right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Our veteran shout out for this week is Heroes Hunting. We love our boys from Heroes Hunting. Check out Heroes Hunting on yep. Carbon TV, and just big shout out to them. Everyone there, they take uh, combat veterans and veterans on hunts, and 
it's just an awesome thing they're doing over there. And a big announcement, we're going to be at the Iowa, Wisconsin, and Ohio Deer Classics with them guys right next to their booth um, and our own working class bow hunter booth. So if you see your heroes hunting, we're right there with them. So come check them out. Come say hi. We'll be the tiny little booth next to there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll, we'll, be the, we'll be the drunk guys yelling. Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, big shout out to Heroes Hunting. Uh, check them out on Carbon TV. Also, check us out on Carbon TV. Latest episodes up uh, by this time. TJ Unger, Brady, uh, Brady Miller episode is up. That's an awesome one uh, filmed at Austin Chandler's house. So that's pretty cool. Check that out. And check out our store, workingclassbowhunter.com. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll just cut into this. This is a little different episode. Um, we're on the mountain, so just kind of keep that in mind while you're listening. It's just kind of a day-by-day, um, like a little three-part-in-one series of our Colorado hunt. Kind of um, an update of each day. Yeah, and you can tell like we're tired when we record. Yeah, it was sure. the end of the day. <laughs> it, it's a, it's le- legitimate hunting camp, and uh, sometimes it was a bitch to carry the recording equipment, but we made it work. So I hope you guys enjoy and uh, share it up. Give us a like on all social media platforms. Tell your friends. It's all you can do, and hopefully you're having good luck this season. We love you. Go shoot your bow. I'm Chase Ralston with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Blackman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. Hey, this is Jules McQueen, and you are listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter podcast. It's really, really not that good. Good, 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 good. All right, what's up, guys? This is the Working Class Boner podcast from a mountain somewhere in Colorado. Um, we're at our base camp somewhere in Colorado. Can't give that information away yet, or probably ever, but... uh What's up, guys? Got my Papa Dave's here. Hey. Jeremy. How's it going? And Austin. What's up? So, sorry if the audio quality is bad on this. It's because we're on a fucking mountain. So, if maybe you're not down for this bad audio, you know, or if you just want to listen to a real hunting camp podcast, here it is. So, we showed up, me and my dad showed up here the night before you guys got here, and we've never been out west before for anything like this you know illinois boys and it's fucking big <laughs> it's intimidating yep a lot of a lot of land so just be prepared for that if you ever do come out west so it just looks like too much it seems impossible it seems impossible to get it done but uh saw a lot of antelope on the way out we get here we did uh the first day like first full day for us we kind of hunted uh more just kind of getting used to the the elevation and we did some some hiking all day and found some elk sign and i actually found my first elk shed yep, which was awesome pretty cool attacked so. the biggest hill right out of camp yeah, yeah it, it really is it's, <laughs> it's like a one-to-one slope it's steep yeah we're looking at the mountain right now that i found the elk shed on so that was cool um it was in a burn area everything up there looks like an elk shed so and you don't expect to find any but it's a i don't know a couple seasons old i'd imagine it's all dry rotted but it's a uh, Hey, I'm going to take it home. It's better than nothing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So we did that, and we were like, okay, this is no joke. Uh, so we came back, rested for the afternoon. And then you guys got there that, got here that afternoon? Yeah. Saturday night, yeah. So I mean, We were done about 3 o'clock, weren't we, by the time we got back to camp about 3? Yeah, we came back and kind of, I don't know, I'm glad we did that because we got used to the elevation. So just for anyone listening, if you're thinking about doing this and you're from like a 600 foot elevation like where we're at to a what do we what's our base camp at eight uh, 83 or something 80, 80, 80, 80, yeah. we got up to 94 something on this yeah. mountain yep on this one over there so it's just getting used to that elevation because for us flatlanders it sucks the air right out of you 
And I don't really know if there's much you can train for for as far as elevations, just getting used to it. Because in South Dakota, you guys are at what's your elevation? Uh, Rapid City is probably mid fours, I think, something like yeah. that. Four thousand. So I mean, you guys have a little little advantage up on us, but still, this is quite a bit different. Yeah. So even and then you get up into the like the hills where we <clears> hunt, and you're looking at like five right around five thousand. So it's not a, too much different, but yeah, you can definitely feel it. Is that about the highest five thousand there? Uh, the highest point. You might have to lean forward. The Here's highest the point is, uh, I don't know, probably six. Hardy Peak, whatever that is. Yeah, Hardy Peak. Look it up. <laughs> give it a Google. Hit your homework. It's not called that anymore. I don't even know what it's called anymore. But you don't want to give away your hunting spot anyway. I don't hunt there. Oh, <laughs> too many granola hikers. There. Oh, granola hikers is a term thrown around in Colorado a lot. Um, yeah, we have to battle some granola hikers here. So we're at the trailhead. And it, this is a, we're recording this on a Monday, right? It's Monday, and yep. it? it's nice. You don't actually know what day it is. Yeah, but Monday. A bunch of people filtered out. Um, I mean, there's two other trucks here parked at the trailhead, and I think they're ATV riders. And one guy's been gone the whole time. Yeah, I don't right. know if he just left his camper here or whatever. But um, anyway, back to where we're at now, up to where we are. So you guys showed up, and we set up our tents here at the base camp, and we. Uh, we just kind of threw a couple of bugles, see if anything was close to camp. And then the first morning, which has been yesterday morning, the time we were recording this, we went out and heard bugles. We were on a bull. I heard them from the tent that morning. Yeah, you think it was the same yeah. bull? Uh, yeah, yeah, it definitely was. So yeah. it was still in the dark. Yeah, just a couple hours knows. before daylight. It was like, it? yeah, it was probably 4 o'clock. So, yeah. So I wondered that, too, because the first morning here, I heard a bugle and a chuckle i guess it'd be called yeah, that was around three o'clock i heard that early early yeah, like was... three hours before daylight and i was like well i wonder if it was someone out just seeing if they get something to bugle but it was definitely a bull thinking about it now but anyway we, you heard that bugle and we headed in on the trail uh one of the trails here and it seemed like it, i thought we were gonna we were gonna at least get a spot of them because we were wind was good for us at yeah, first really and, real good it's excellent um yeah, it was just challenging. They were they were definitely moving because it's getting warm quick. So I think they were headed headed to their bed, and we were behind them. So we just trying to play catch up. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of brutal. What the highs eighty five degrees during the afternoon? I think. So it got yeah, pretty hot yesterday. Yeah, it was hot. We chased that bull for I don't know a couple hours, yeah. and then we found. I mean, we've been seeing killer elk sign. It all might be like what do you guys think? A couple weeks old. It's got to yeah. be from like the beginning of the season. They're not, they're just not moving right now for some reason. And we should be hitting it like prime time too. I mean, you'd think, but the weather, we're supposed to break this week, maybe tomorrow um, or the day after. But we uh, we hiked in, uh, found good elk sign, took a little mountain nap, which uh, if you've never taken a mountain nap, it might be the best nap <laughs> I've ever taken. And it then, was uh, rough walking back there. Oh, God. So many falling down trees and just a lot of swamp, which you'd never think up in the mountains you'd hit that much swamp. Fell in some mud holes. Yeah. Austin pushed my dad down. Yeah. Austin. <laughs> Austin's <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying to kill me. He, he'd been his trekking pole. I, I think he wanted my elk tag. Is what he wanted. <laughs> well, we hiked all day, and, man, it was brutal. It we was. actually got to, when we took our nap, took our boots off, socks off, and just, like, let our feet air down. Yeah. <laughs> I pulled my socks off. You guys are like, oh, smartest idea yeah, of the day. Probably why we didn't see any elk. We caught a whiff of that. Yeah. The thing, too, like for a lot of guys in the Midwest, which is the majority of our listeners, you know, you think hunting the wind for like a whitetail, you know, for the most part, you're like, oh, yeah, all day it's going to be a northwest wind or whatever. Here it doesn't work that way. You know, you can be in one drainage and the wind's doing something, then come out of it, and then the wind's the completely opposite direction. And thermals, the morning versus the afternoon is a big, it's a big learning curve for guys like me and my dad. But you guys are kind of used to that whole game. You guys, it's kind of nice having you guys here because, oh, this wind's going to change when we get over there. So I was all worried, like, oh, we got a bad wind. So, well, don't worry, we're going to be over here and it's going to be different. It's, It's crazy. I mean, there's, sometimes there's nothing you could do about it. Just like, I think towards the end, one minute the wind was going west and mm-hmm. then you Just blink and then it's going east right yeah but yeah it's it's crazy out here it's i think yesterday was the 
I want to say it's probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. We hiked all day long, and you guys were, I can tell you guys are just more built for this or have more experience on, like, hills and stuff, because you guys were trekked away in front of me and my dad at the end there, headed well, out. Yeah, I think we we did either between 10 and 14, I think. That's what we called it, Ten between 10 and 14 miles, so you can figure that out, how yeah. we came up with that number, but... Uh, no, it was brutal. What else happened? Uh, oh yeah, in the morning. So here's kind of a funny story. There's uh, at our at our trailhead. There's some scent wafers like <laughs> pinned to this uh, this pine tree right here. And I was like, oh, I keep smelling these fucking scent wafers. And we've always kind of we don't use scent wafers in the Midwest just because I think I don't know. There's it's debatable. I sometimes think it does more harm than good. So we get going down the trail, and I'm like, or we, we haven't even left the trailhead, and it was yesterday, it's still dark. I'm like, man, I can really smell those fucking scent wafers. <laughs> and Austin's like, oh yeah, I got them on. I'm like, oh shit, sorry. I know he didn't have them on, he had I just clothes. had them in my toe. Oh. <laughs> and that's all you can smell all day long, <coughs> whiff a scent wafer. So we get going down the trailhead, we're like, literally, you could probably still see us if you were sitting at the trailhead. My dad's like, God. Keep smelling those damn scent wafers. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like the joke all day. It was awesome. It was Probably never going to live that one down. No. no. It's funny. And then you pushed my dad down, so. Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. Yeah. Dad, you ate shit yesterday and fell and laid there. And I was like, oh, shit. I turned around and he's still laying there. I heard a noise and turned around and he's laying down and not moving. <laughs> and I heard Kurt go, oh, shit. <laughs> I, I was thinking it was a good spot for a nap. Take a little break, man. I was... I was getting beat. Our legs were shot. I felt like a baby giraffe trying to get through that mountain. Like, I've never had my ankles feel weak before. And, I mean, I thought I walked a lot during shed season. And but, I do. But it's kind of flat land. This is yeah, like. Yeah, it's all flat. Virtually, we walked uphill till like 2 o'clock. Downhill's harder. Downhill's tough, but it doesn't. It's. It, Uphills definitely. Well, then tougher. even when it's flat, you're going over logs, around yeah, logs. The fog down here are insane, man. Through the mud. I mean, we went. You said we hiked like 10 to 14 miles, but every time we looked at the map, we were the farthest we got away from camp was two miles. As the crow flies, and we did. It's just it was slow going, but it's crazy, man. It'll make a man out of you here. It's uh, it's as hard as everyone says it is. I definitely gotta say that. It's, yeah. But, like, just different things. Like, I walk a lot during shed season, but walking here, like, yeah, I've never felt my ankles feel weak like that. Like, I felt like they were given, like, given out of me as I was walking. It'll make walking at home easy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm going to kill it this season. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm thankful for all this flat ground. And I can breathe there, too. I think we got to shout out our, our neighbor, Jason. I don't know if he'll listen, but he left us all that yeah, water, so, so we got to. Jason was a hunter. He flew in from Pennsylvania and was hunting here. He was here for a couple of days. And, uh,. Yeah, he came and just talked to us and asked how things were going, and he's hunted Colorado before. Really nice guy, and we he went out hunting yesterday, and we went hunting, and he got back, and uh, he left. He took off, and I don't know if he went home or went to a different spot, but he left all of his water and stuff for us, so big shout-out to Jason if you uh, actually check out the podcast. Yep, thanks, man. Um, what else? We saw some moose. We saw yeah. one moose yeah, yesterday. almost stepped on the one. It was like... Yep, 30, 25, yeah. Away, something like it that. It close. And then today, we went out to try and um, get our knee strength and uh, energy back. We just kind of did some scouting, some glassing, and we saw a bull moose and a cow this morning, um, some coyotes. Some uh, mule deer. A couple of mule deer. It's that been cool, man. It's crazy country out here. Our, our plans got hampered by a fire that's not far from here. Yeah, that, yeah. that was crazy. That was yeah. kind of nerve-wracking coming yeah. in. Yeah, and coming we in from hiking, like, we saw, we thought it was clouds on yeah. the mountain. At first, yeah. There was just a big plume of smoke coming from right over, it seemed like it was right over the hill from camp. That was kind of scary looking. But it's really yeah. not that far from here. What, not a couple really. miles maybe? Yeah, as the crow flies, it's yeah. probably you know, 10 miles away yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, was that far? It looked, it looked close. It looked like at, it looked like this mountain right here across from the trailhead. Right. I mean, from back there, we knew yeah, it wasn't. But. Well, actually, when we got just sitting here, it looked like it was right over the hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, at first, we were like, dang, that's a dark, dark cloud. Like, oh, nope, it's a forest fire. And then the trailhead we tried to get to this morning. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to change off. it up because we're finding sign here. We just think it's a little old. Uh, a couple of weeks, we we're going to the other trailhead to see what that was all about, and we were going to branch off from there. And, yeah, they had the road closed sign. and uh, But it was raining over there, so maybe that helped it out. Hopefully. Um, what else? We came back here, ate some, uh, Mountain House, which, man, we need to do some video reviews on some yeah, Mountain House yeah. stuff. The breakfast stuff is awesome. 
I haven't shit yet. Uh, well, I shit when we first got here, so we'll see if that. Uh, That's been oh, the big talk around well, camp. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, it, it kind of loosens you up a little bit. We're hoping because I've heard stories that oh yeah, this stuff gives you to run. So could probably use a little. Help we're all right concerned now. about none of us. We're all like oh, our bowel movements are a big talk of camp. Right now. <laughs> you got to talk about something other than. It's, you know, well, it's uh basic hunting camp talk. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we talked about about a lot of other stuff too. But a lot of things <laughs> that you can't bring up now. <laughs> I know it's crazy. I don't know. This is so much fun. Like even though we haven't really been, we've been on and out, but we just didn't get like we didn't actually see them. But well, and it's hard to tell sometimes if it's another hunter or if it's a real elk. So you you kind of you just gotta take the chance. Yeah, it's nice having you guys too because you guys you guys have killed elk and been around elk and. We haven't, so you yeah. can tell. Like that's why I'm like, do you think that's another hunter? Like, no, that's a bull for sure. Well, not only can you tell, like, you just couldn't keep up with them, and a human yeah. couldn't move that fast. Well, yeah, think about we how scooting. fast we were trying. I mean, we could barely move in there, and then yeah. you'd be hearing bugle, and you try to get in closer, and then he's over the next ridge, and then at the end, other bugles when you could really tell. Mm-hmm. You guys found that out. It's like your, with your bugles yesterday. So. Yeah, we were trying to bugle some embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you do one for the podcast? Uh, <laughs> if I do one, you have to do one. I can do that. I, I'll right. be ripping it. Go get your tube real quick. We'll do this. We'll have to stand away from you. You have to stand over by the pack, probably. You gotta go first. All right, I'll go first just to show how hard it is. So if this is one thing I plan on, but the next time I come elk hunting, hopefully next year or whenever it is, I plan on getting this down. And Austin, you've you've killed elk. You killed a nice public land. I did. Bowl. Last year, went to Wyoming at a general tag. Um, planning on going with one of my buddies uh, for the rifle hunt, and uh, ended up getting an archery permit so I could go uh, a few extra days with my tag. So me and my wife went out, and uh, I'd never mm-hmm. once hunted, hunted archery elk, and I got in on three different bulls. Um, and shot one of them. Um, yeah, that hunts so. on Buckstorm. What was it? Is it Buckstorm Productions or just Buckstorm? Just type in Buckstorm on YouTube. You'll find it. Yeah, th- that's that's probably one of my favorite videos. I like your three three yard mule deer hunt too. It's pretty awesome, Jeremy. But there's uh there's two videos to Austin's. Yeah. You got to watch them both. <coughs> too far. A lot of people just watch the second one, but. You gotta watch them both to get the yeah. whole. It's a cool story, the whole man. Feel of it. Yep. That's how. That's what I hope happens this week. Like that's that's why I like that hunt so much because it's so relatable. Yeah, you go through lots of highs and lows in elk country. <clears throat> you never know what's gonna happen, what you're gonna go through, and for sure, uh, it, it's, dude, it's crazy. Into. I'm gonna if we end up successful. I mean, it's success either way. This is an awesome experience, and that sounds corny, like everybody says that, but it really is an adventure all the way through. Like even just driving ends fun. But, uh, yeah, it's going to get crazier as it goes. All right, so I'll show you how much I didn't practice. I got this uh, bugle tube. I'm going to I'm gonna go way over here. I'm probably going to peek the hell out of this thing. <laughs> okay, so this is what a guy from Illinois sounds like on a bugle tube. With no practice. With no practice. Right. <laughs> the old primos. The old primos. Watch you call in like a herd. <laughs> yeah, a bull comes into camp. <laughs> rams me. I love it. <laughs> it could have been worse. Was it looking It was better than yesterday's. It was better. Yeah, no, you, yeah so you're getting better already. Well, yeah, practice, practice pays off. Okay, I probably peaked that, so sorry, everyone. We pre-warned you. All right, now here's what you'll probably have to stand over there. Yeah, I'm probably going to go a little farther. This is what a seasoned elk collar sounds like. Now I'm going to have a really bad one. You get, do a warm-up to, one. You said the first. edit it. <clears throat> That's really good. Give the chuckle one. I think it's picking up pretty good. That sounds. Look at that elk (laughs) coming running down the mountain. Holy shit! I felt good about that one. Yeah. So I don't know if you can tell on the podcast, but all right. Yeah. Corey Jacobson special guest here. A lot of driving in the car and then people look at you like an idiot. Yeah. What does that guy got in his mouth? 
Yeah. The thing is, like, there's elk in your area. Imagine if I did that in Illinois at stoplights out the window. People are like, why is that guy sucking on a wiffle ball bat? <laughs> yeah. They probably think I'm smoking some sort of weird pipe or something. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, it must be the world's biggest <laughs> one here. Yeah. <laughs> We're not in Colorado anymore. But now let's just get prepared to be in Colorado. <laughs> But now this is crazy. We're gonna. We just ate some really tasty Mountain House. Uh, we got a game plan to head over here and check out a little burn area and some drainages and see what we can come up with. And then uh, tomorrow we're gonna hit a pretty long trail. Probably like, I think probably an all day hike. It's gonna be all day and it's gonna be up. So we're gonna do just bugle, see what we can find, see if we can get on them and. I mean, who knows? We might wake up tomorrow and that bull that we were chasing yesterday might yeah. be screaming his head off it's, right here because there's no people here anymore. It's us. Well, there's still some. But not like there was. Yeah. No. We could wake up in the morning and we could have three or four bulls. You know, it's just, yeah. it's like you snap your fingers and next thing you know, it's They're elk here. are just popping out of nowhere and going well, crazy. All the ATV riders are gone. Like, literally, I haven't seen anybody today. Um, I think all the granola hikers are gone, I would assume. Is yeah. that a bad term to use? Yeah. No. no, love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's when I think it's of a that, way to explain like a hippie hiker. Yeah, out trying yeah. To, I don't know what they have it. Love and nature. That's it. I don't like what we do, except we're looking for elk. It's just, they're just out there with dreads and granola bars, <laughs> man. It's eating a cliff bar on the mountain. That's beautiful. They, they ain't hurt nobody. <laughs> beautiful countryside here. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I think that'll do it. We're gonna try and do. If this turns out, we're gonna try and do a. Uh, a few part series <laughs> for this hunt if we uh, feel like we we're going to do it last night but we we're too tired yeah that's why we're, we're doing it now because tonight we're going to probably be tired again yeah, yeah. so well, hopefully that cold front comes in because it's been like i said 85 during the day and down to 30 34 this morning or was it 30 32 i don't know it was cold it was cold <laughs> shout out badlands for those uh sleeping bags those have been uh saving us on this yeah, trip overnight so. they're awesome but uh i don't know anything we need to add just for the first little installment i got nothing yeah. well hopefully well, we get on them yeah hopefully we check back in with uh some encounters and maybe some success uh later this week so all right you know what to do go shoot your bow we love you hey guys this is steve here while we take a pause for the cause i just want to ask a question to you two kurt and doug what is Rhea wild darren christian barry larry mccoy and paul biggs have in common they're better than you no they're better. not better than you? No. What? No. They're what? better looking than you? No. What do they all have in common? Think about it. They're all known for how good hunters and bow shooters they are? Think hard, Doug. What do they have in common? They're just way better than you. Oh, my God. You know what they have what in common? They all shoot oh. elite bows. Oh, oh my. They all shoot elite. My next guess is better hair. That's probably mostly true, but that's a beside the point. Go check out EliteArchery.com. Mm. Check out the all-new ritual. Go to your local bow, sh- mm. bow shop and shoot it. What are you guys doing? Sorry, what are you guys bro. doing? Sorry. Sorry, bro. All right, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. This is technically part two of our Colorado hunt update, and uh, we'll just get her started. Uh, we updated, what, a day ago, uh, if you're listening in podcast land, we were so after our podcast yesterday, we went out climbed this mountain that's right next to our trailhead, which we're now named it Butthole Mountain. <laughs> yeah. Um, Why do we name it that, Kurt? That's a long story, <laughs> uh, and I'm just going to leave everyone with that so you can kind of figure it out. It's nothing. Uh, that's I just won't say anything else. Okay. And holy shit, that was brutal. It was. Brutal. We went up it yesterday, and I thought I was going to die. It's like you got to a point and you're like, okay, I'm to the top. And then you got you crested that spot, and you realize there's just a little flat spot, and then it went like incline again, and then twice. It did, yeah, it did that two times. It took us an, well, we got hit with a rainstorm halfway up. Yep. So it took us an hour. How long did it take the us? First day it took us an hour, hour and ten minutes, and then this morning um, <laughs> it took us about an hour and like forty minutes. That uh, we, long? We kind of struggled. No rain. Yeah. Uh, so, we, but we went up that mountain yesterday. And there's an old burn area up there, and we did get on a bull, which I thought it was going to happen yesterday. I felt like good about it. I don't know if you guys did because you guys are more experienced with elk hunting, but it felt it was as it close as happening as it has been so yeah. far. It felt good to have a bull actually answer back to us. And right? Yeah, we were set up. You know, Dad, you were set up on. Actually, we he was on the other the well, opposite we side because we didn't really know what direction he was at first, and then. 
you guys split up kind of where we thought he was, and he ended up being to the left, so we kind of had to... Yeah. It ended up being where he was, and <clears throat> been the only one with a shot, but... I could hear him walk, and I think for a minute he bugled, and he sounded like at least a ridge over, so I was like, oh, shit, this might happen, and so that happened. We heard what we thought a couple other bulls before that, so we we hunted that until the end of legal hunting time, then we got up the mountain, it was dark. It was 9 o'clock before we got down. Yeah, it took yeah, us we were, a while. We were in a bad spot to begin with and we were running out of daylight so we just kind of got out of there and we were back in there pretty far it was man coming down that mountain was brutal in the dark was crazy dude yeah my i've never had ankle issues but coming down that uh, hill that it's a mountain well, that's so steep, steep i can still feel it in my ankles i felt like a baby giraffe trying to get down that hill <laughs> it's kind of cool getting at the bottom and looking up your little your little, your little yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, down the hill yeah for anyone that's ever uh I'm recording still. Not been out uh, out west. You go out there with two boys that grew up in hills, and they'll make you look like a pussy very, very fast. Yeah. I think, so today we went up the mountain, didn't hear any bugles. It got warm really fast, because yeah. we were going up there to find that bowl. Yep. Went up there, nothing was talking. I think we might have heard one bugle way, 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 way well, up. It, it, we it's hard to tell if it's another hunter or if it's actually an elk. They yeah. got to be fairly close for you to tell, but once, when they're... When they're close, you can tell. Yeah, so then we... Basically, the elk weren't talking, and it got really hot. And fast. fast, very fast. We haven't heard a bugle past 8 o'clock yet. Yeah. I didn't hear... We didn't hear any this afternoon. We went searching for elk. Even at the camp. We were hearing a bugle last night, just uh, south of camp. And we haven't heard them yet. We still could. Yeah. But, um... And we went up there, and we talk, had guy hunting camp talk, and that's why it's now named Butthole Mountain. There's been some weird conversations when you don't have anything going on. It's <laughs> hunt camp. Everything, yeah. everything comes out. Yeah, everyone that's been in a hunting camp can imagine what it's like. But uh, so yeah, we did that. Eight airhead beat us bites, <laughs> and uh, then we went in to the edge of the mountain and looked over where we had to go and talked about how bad we want pizza. <laughs> we still haven't had our pizza yet. No, way. we talked about a lot of food up there. That was a really bad. We've idea. covered all topics today. Just how slow it's been. We came back and took a nap, and then went out basically scouting for the afternoon. Yeah. Um, so what? The, what's interesting about hunt camp now? Because Jeremy planned, and you had planned A, B, and C for this hunt originally, right. and uh, it basically went. It got to the point where all those options got burned out, literally. Yep. Uh, there's a fire north of us. West of us. Oh, it's west? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Kind of northwest. Come on, Flatlander. Yeah. <laughs> northwest. <laughs> and it's kind of pushed all... We were, we were going to go to those trailheads up there to check out those spots. Well, the roads are closed. And this was yesterday that we found this out. Yep. yep. And well, we've seen the smoke. Yeah, hiking out. That was kind of a sketchy thing. We yeah, hiked the out. first day of hiking. First day. Did we talk about that on the other one? I don't remember. I don't think so. Sunday night, we seen the smoke coming out. I thought we did. Maybe we did. If we didn't, but we can still talk about it. Yeah, yeah. we saw the smoke. We thought it was at our trailhead. I'm pretty sure we talked about it. Yeah, we it. did. Um, bring that up. So, yeah, we checked to see where it was. Talked. We actually talked to the, some of the firefighters. And, and they, were, they were locals for us. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Back home. <laughs> spearfish. Yeah, and then... Uh, so basically, we can't go to those trailheads. Well, then what happened is they all got kicked out. So all the hunters, because we expected it's middle of the week right now, we expected to be just a few people out here. All those hunters from all those trailheads up there that are closed moved down to our trailhead. And we found this out big time here when we went scouting. And how many vehicles we see going up that mountain? Jeez. They're 20, maybe. 20 vehicles and 15, four-wheelers. 20, something like that. And we saw guys out hunting. We were, I mean... They're, they're, they're everywhere. Other, they're doing other types of hunting, but I'm majority of what we saw tonight was probably elk. elk I would say so. I would definitely say so, but I don't know. We're thinking about screwing with everyone and having Jeremy just slide off a bunch of bugles at like 2 a.m. <laughs> so everybody thinks there's a, b- a big, <laughs> big bull down here by the trailhead. <laughs> we'll wake up and there'll be like 10 hunters around. <laughs> <laughs> so the plan for tomorrow is uh, sadly Austin's leaving. Got to go so. back home. Appreciate you coming out. It's been it was fun. It was a blast. It's been fun. But we're going to go to another trailhead and kind of scout some spots for the remainder of the of the week and see if we can't make it happen there. Hopefully the hopefully the other people that got pushed out of the upper, no, more northwest trailheads aren't, aren't right, down, there. down there. Right. Yeah. We'll find out. I hope it cools down because this heat is really... It's yeah. killing it. Yeah, it's oh, killing me too. It's, it's uh, 
it gets hot in a hurry. But I don't know. It's I guess that's what it is. It's hunting, you know. Yep. You can't really do anything about it. Yep. How are you guys feeling so far? Dude, I'm sore. I'm sore. I'm legs sore. back. It's more. It's just my leg, my knees, and ankles. <laughs> my legs, my back. I'm doing better than I thought I would. I mean, this is a lot bigger than what we're it's used brutal. to. It's brutal. Yeah. The first day we covered between, what, 10 and 14 miles. Yeah. 12, and, say 12 and miles. It was, and it's, it's hard walking through here yep. because all the fall down timber rocks too going up that mountain killed us that was really like the hard hiking we did yesterday yeah and there's not a video to make that look like it's steep but it's probably i don't know how far it, you think it's it is a to the one top. to one it was a thousand foot climb oh uh, yeah literally climbing i don't know well, a thousand foot vertically yeah. Six be, yards. yeah it's another thousand feet in elevation but when we got up there we got hit with a rainstorm halfway up and then when we got up on top there's a ridgeland we were running and it came in hard and heavy there, which is crazy to see it come in all the way like across the canyon down oh, yeah. over the other mountain. And the, the day we didn't bring our rain, yeah, yeah, we left our rain gear. <laughs> we all contemplated bringing it. We're like, oh, we don't need it. There's no rain in the forecast. I need my pack lighter. Fucking yeah. rain came in, dude. I was like, I got some of it on video, which you guys will see eventually. And then Jeremy, you got a bunch of it on video too, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. And it just it hammered us. It was awesome though. It was like really cool. And then like the craziest rainbow, double rainbow popped well, yeah, out. Yeah, it came through like real hot and heavy. And then as soon as it was done raining, it was just like yeah, it got sunny, dead sunny calm. and hot again. Yeah, calm. But I honestly. Honestly, I don't feel, I feel the elevation, I can feel it. Like, I feel like my body's grabbing for air when I'm going uphill really hard. <laughs> but I feel like I recover fast. Yeah, I, I think I do, too. It's mostly me. I think it's, like, your muscles getting wore out when you're climbing yeah. that much. Seriously, you guys are doing great. I mean, for you guys are killing it for Flatlanders. And I didn't do, like... We put you guys through a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, we've been trying to keep up with you guys. You guys are... Man, it's nuts. If you're if you're from the Midwest and you come out to the mountains and you go with some boys that grew up on mountains, you I mean you wake up real quick and you're like, damn, it's just a they're just different. It's a different breed of hunter, man. You guys, it's impressive. But that being said, too, like you don't need to be like the Cameron Haynes type guy. It would definitely help you. Right. Yeah, it would help. But like I didn't do. I'm more concentrated on accuracy of shooting my bow as my prep for this hunt because you know I'm confident in my shot that's where i put all my efforts and i didn't really i didn't go to the gym i didn't run up hills i didn't carry a rock up a mountain um you can't really prep for lack of oxygen that's the thing (laughs) no i went to the gym but i and i i know it helped some definitely because i'd have been dying yeah sure well my dad you're 59 like there's not i bet you're the only 59 year old that's out here doing this like how you did it you're like keeping up with us. Yeah, like going up this mountain, I don't. Sometimes. I guarantee there hasn't been another 59-year-old going up that mountain. I guess it's a hard, steep bitch. Yeah, man. you get to a point where it's like, I can't take it anymore. And then all of a sudden you just got to go, just go. This morning you were on a mission. Yeah, you yeah. booked up that thing. That <laughs> we pre-workout. All to, we all stopped to take Instagram selfies and <laughs> snap some pictures. Turn around and, and here he is like halfway up the mountain. Yeah, my dad's like, Instagram is for gays. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew that if I didn't get a head start on you once you guys stopped, it, I'd been way behind. So Yeah, I, 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 said, I looked at Austin and I said, we can't let them beat us to the top. Well, it's like the hair and tortoise story, you know. <laughs> Slow and steady. Right. It's brutal. I mean, I probably could have prepped more. Now knowing, I would have bought a little taller boots for my ankles. And, I mean, these boots have been great. I got the Crispy Thors. uh, Hashtag not a sponsor. Hashtag. But they're awesome. Hashtag everybody's got crispies, though, so. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. love them. I mean, that, yeah, hook I us too. Up. that Yeah, that says a lot. I think I know one of my buddies, Clint Castro, I'm pretty sure, is sponsored by Crispy, so maybe he can uh They're great that boots. Up. Well, usually, like, I've never had a pair of boots that I just bought them two and a half weeks ago, and you can wear them in the mountains like That's this. impressive, yeah, man. no breaking, really. No, I, I, mine great. were slightly broken, I would say. I wore them on my turkey hunt in Kansas and did some shed hunting in them. But well, not broken like they're broken now. They're broken for sure. Yeah, yeah. We, we put some miles on them. Yeah, I would have done like a little taller boots, and that's my fault, not Crispy's fault. And I think done something to kind of strengthen. I don't know if you can do something to strengthen your knees. No, you're just it's they they just are going to hurt, especially going down. Yeah, because that's because um, going, going down is brutal on your knees. Jesus. Yeah, but my other than my that, knees swollen too. My back feels fine. Like even carrying that pack, we had pretty heavy packs today. Uh, we carried a lot of water up that mountain, a lot of gear. Um, we guys, carried rain gear today, our bows. 
You guys said I had the bitch pack, but I think I had the smart pack. <laughs> yeah, you did. You <laughs> did. Your pack's not. I mean, heavy. I don't know. I don't know how, how heavy you think our packs were today. And we uh, were day hunting, so we were going up there for an all day hunt. I'd say 40, 40 pounds ish. With your bow. With our bow. Both, uh, we're running, me and my dad are running the Badlands 2200 pack with the, uh, the elites strapped to the back of them. And it works out great. You got the, uh, the bow boot. It kind of cradles your cam and your, uh, bottom limb. So you don't really have to worry about anything getting jabbed in there. Yeah. And then the Badlands pack, you can kind of decide how you want to wrap your bow up. I always wrapped the little flap around my D loop and my peep because I didn't want to stick to get wedges in there and knock it out and, then I got the HHA is kind of sticking out, but I got a fancy cover for it so I don't bust the pin out of it. Then you haven't lost yet. I haven't lost me. We had a dollar bet that I'd lose it. I, th- I figured I would because it's just I a magnet. I haven't got that dollar. I think I didn't. I'm not getting it. We called it even because I did something that made it better. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, what was that? We, wa- we, we, we called it a wash. Well, can't be oh, you, you, you found the, the microphone. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You had to say not, got knocked yeah. off. Yeah, you had your windscreen fall off your camera. Yeah, that was more than a dollar, so I guess we can call it a wash. Yeah. Yep, yep. You guys weren't lacking in water. That didn't help your uh, pack weight. No, no but, but I, I drank that whole two-liter of Badlands. Well, that first water how, pack. Did you, how much did you have? I had about a gallon in there total. <laughs> but the first day, I drank almost all of it. Yeah. We initially planned on staying up there all afternoon, though. Yeah, when we got up there, it was the goal. The heat got hot. I mean, it was just it got warm well, we fast. Didn't get out until nobody was talking. Yeah, the elk just shut we up. Still didn't get out of there till six or six thirty. Then we kind of relaxed around here and yeah. Dude, what was nap. funny is we're coming down the mountain, and you can like kind of see the bottom, the trailhead at a point. You guys are down in here sitting in. They're sitting <laughs> in their their camp chairs with their feet, you know, just out, just stretching them and I'm like I walk in all huffing and puffing and they like nobody says anything to me <laughs> I'm like hi guys <laughs> am I allowed here still <laughs> you ready to go back out or <laughs> but no really the difference between I think a lot of people because I've never done a hunt like this I've never hunted elk never been never really spent time like this in Colorado or in any sort of mountainous hilly terrain um I think the goal is if you like to hunt and you have a goal in mind to find elk and get on elk, you can that'll push you through a lot. If you don't want to be successful, you're going to end up in a hunt like this. You're going to either end up leaving or you're going to end up spending more time at camp than you need to be spending at camp. That's that's my take from it. It's a huge mental game. Yeah, it is. Because if I didn't want to get on a bull and get you know me or my dad a bull, or because if you kill a bull, it's my bull as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, Same. If that wasn't the end goal, I don't think I'd be able to go up the mountains the way I do. I just like to hunt so much that I get, sometimes you got to bust your ass to get it done. Yeah, well, it's just it's that all applies part to any of the hunting. experience. And it's, I, I mean, it's enjoyable. Yeah, it's, it's rough, but... It's almost like the harder it is, the cooler it is yeah, later. Yep. you got to come prepared for a suck fest. Yep. Oh, I knew it was going to suck oh, yeah. the whole time. You know, we may not even see an elk all week, but nobody else has been seeing them. We've been seeing, been what did we see, eight... eight Eight moose. Eight. We saw a big bull moose today. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah he was big. And then a lot of mule deer. Mule deer. No elk. It's but that's everyone's. No one seeing elk out here. It's just the weather. It couldn't really. It couldn't really be worse. And we're this is rut. This is you know the 18th, 19th, and twentieth. This is like the this of September. So this is right. We're in prime time right now. It yeah. sounds like down south. You have a buddy down there. They're kind of running into the same deal. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jake Powers is I think four hours ish from us. And I last he, I got a text from his inReach this morning at 4 a.m. and said uh, nothing here. So I know it's been I heard it's been slow everywhere in Colorado. We, we definitely know the elk are here. They're just they're in the hardest to get spot. Oh, they've been pressured to hell cool too. Here. There's water yeah. and there's a lot of water on the south side of our camp, which makes it tough. If it's all marsh. If there's a small bit of water, they they gotta kind of concentrate around there, but. It's kind of everywhere. Yeah, it's made for interesting walking. That's yeah, for sure. you walk oh, through man. swamps. We got stuck in that marsh. You think in a mountain you're going to have all these swamps, but you get flat spots that get watered in by the snow melt and everything. And it's yeah, yeah. That water swampy. is cold. <laughs> I think people too like underestimate how big this country is. And you think like Colorado, like oh, that's you know, how vast can it be? It's fucking big out here. Yeah. Like, if you walked out, like where we went the first day, if you were by yourself and didn't have a GPS, you turn around. It's going to be a while oh, for you. Yeah. Out. Unless yeah. you know, like, 
how the sun sets and you know that general stuff. Well, but. even then, but if you go out there and you're planning on, oh, the sun's going to be at my back when I go back, what happens when there's clouds? Yeah. That or you're in a low spot in the mountains right over here and you can't see. Or you get stuck back in there and you're trying to get over all that downfall and your sun's set and you're you're in the dark now. All you got is your headlamp and... Yeah, you take a route you thought was going to be faster than it was. You got a headlamp, headlamp with no batteries. Yeah, awesome. yep. light, <laughs> low, low batteries. Really, dude, I'm glad we didn't come out of there in the dark. Heading, heading for first a cliff. Day. No, <laughs> that first day in the dark would have been rough coming out of there. Yeah, it took a long time in the daytime, and it's just like, it, it was like I don't know how to explain it, but up and down, up and down over the logs. Oh, man, that was tough. That's hard on your legs, big time. That's what kills. I think that's why my hips and ankles hurt. Yeah, or, you know, knees too. Like knees. I think the downhill is what kills my knees. But downhill definitely does. And there's certain points where you're squeezing. Like, the only option is to squeeze between these two trees through a bush. Yep. Branches over your head. Your pack's hitting it. Your head's hitting it. <laughs> you're trying to squeeze down, and you yeah. just can't get away. Then you get pushed. Yeah, yeah. Let's that, bring that up. Okay. We talked we about that on the about first about one. No, maybe maybe we should bring this one up on the second one. I was the only one to reach in to help the guy up, so maybe I didn't push him. That's true. You, you guys probably, probably laughing. Probably felt bad Look, after you pushed. Having a heart attack. Everyone else is looking at him, laying on the ground, and I'm the only one going after him. He just yeah. laid there. I'm like, oh god. Austin's nicer than he sounds. Yeah, <laughs> we made him out to be a bad guy right out of the get. It's funny. You know what's kind of cool to me is like the hunting camp deal. You, we didn't even know you. I mean, I kind of yeah. knew you from yeah. talking we, on the phone. We are in contact like we knew each other. But, but. like, the kind of conversations you have, the yeah. unhealthy conversations we yeah, had. unhealthy. I literally came into camp not knowing you guys, and I'm leaving here like, you guys are my best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's so cool. crazy. Yeah, I feel yeah, like I've known you guys forever. Camp does, that's for sure. Fun. Yeah. Fun. That's the thing I want to Makes it worth it, you know? Oh, yeah, this is so fun. Just getting out to the mountains and... People don't get to do this, man. That's a sad thing. Like, so many people, like, in the Midwest especially, are like... Man, I'm gonna do that one day, but are taking zero steps to accomplish like this type of hunt it's or this easy type to of trip. Do. It really is. You buy your tag and get your gear. I mean, that the gear is the hardest part. Yep. But once you have your gear, and you don't really need top line gear, you can come out with bare minimum and be fine. Just have your food, have lights, have water, and you can do it. You know, have your you know, make sure you got a good bow and you're you're prepped. Good tent and a good sleeping bag. But like people don't get yep. to, like even then, a lot of people don't get to have that hunting camp style here you know in the middle yeah. of this beautiful country but it's like now I'm thinking I'm like man we need to do this again like every other year or something right. like that where yeah. we go to a different state and do a you know basically a backcountry hunt or an over the counter unit or I know we're all building points for units we could try and do a you know a better right. sought after trophy unit draw and I'll walk out with bulls or something. You know, you never know. Yeah, and it hasn't been real successful yet, but, I mean, I'm still having a good time. I hope you guys are. Oh, I'm yeah, having a definitely. blast. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the thing is I get how hunting is. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's like if I came in here with an expectation, like, well, I'm going to okay. kill on first yeah. day, and then it'll be fine and easy, and I'll relax. It's not how it works. If sometimes it, that it works easy, that way. people would do it. Yeah, sometimes it does. But Yeah, sometimes you get lucky, but. Sometimes you don't see anything. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's the way it goes. That's, yep. We've gone weeks. I mean, hell, was it two years ago? You went a whole week without seeing a whitetail. Yeah, and I was, I was on vacation. I didn't see one. I was out for seven days, <laughs> pretty much morning till night, and didn't hmm. see a deer. It's just, I don't know. That's just how they go. Animals do whatever they want, especially if the conditions are bad. <laughs> that kind of fucks you. Right. Yeah. Yep. Sure. It's been fun, but we're going to switch it up tomorrow and see. Also, I wish you could go with. Yeah, I wish you guys good luck. I hope you guys get into them. I hope you guys at least get some encounters like yeah. it. I hope yeah. you guys are getting into them, talking, at least get one. I'll kind of feel bad, but not really if we just slam two of them. Oh, I, I, honestly, I hope you do. I'm going to feel bad. I probably would if I wasn't too far away. I'd be halfway there. I'd get back. We could use your help. That's when the work begins, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You shoot an elk. It's it's nothing walking up that hill. It's I want it that kind of once suffer. you put that animal down on the ground and you gotta yeah. get him out of there. I mean, that's the thing. I want like I'm fine if my knees and feet are bleeding when that's happening because it's like <laughs> it's a beautiful <laughs> feeling. I'll it's put, it's put a beautiful. It yeah, it's a beautiful suck. I bet. Yep. I don't when know. You're but, it, when you're at home eating it and you're thinking about how where it came from it's pretty neat yeah. how you suffered getting it out of yep. there and yeah. suffered getting it no i want that i want to sure i want to suffer and cry on the way out because that bull hell yeah is so heavy <laughs> it's a good feeling but i don't know about crying but i'm gonna go with the suffering yeah <laughs> I'll, if we kill a bull on this trip i'll probably cry it's it's been uh it's one of the hardest things i've ever done oh me too 
I'll it's, just blame it on my cold if well, you get me going. <laughs> which will just make it. Yeah, the good you know, bad thing is, it more. Oh yeah, well, for sure, definitely. Like I would mm-hmm. rather like work for it than have it be easy. Yeah. yeah. You know, but the thing is, if if you film me crying and you cry too, you just edit yourself crying out because you edit your video, so it's right, not really right. fair. Well, I got, I got, a, I've been fighting a cold like the day before I got here, so I got an excuse. There's a stick in my eye. Yeah, goddamn. Pine needle, fucking, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll close out. That's, I guess that's part two. I don't, I'm, in podcast land, I imagine I'll merge these together. I don't know. That's what I'll probably do. But uh, it's getting chilly. Yeah, almost yeah. down here in camp. Yep. Well, no fire. I know, we can't have fires where we're at because everything around us is on fire. we got a big fire we can go find. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. too big. 22,000 acre fire. S'mores going. Yeah, no doubt. We'll close close it out. Appreciate you guys' uh, time and help and all that out here. It's Good been, luck, boys. It's been fucking awesome. Thank you. Thank you. We'll get her done. All right, guys, thanks for listening. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Hey, guys, we got to take a break real quick, talk about something. One time, Steve shit his pants on the way home from the Iowa Deer Classic, or a shart, if you will. You're really bringing that up? Yeah, you're admitting to it? Yeah. Okay, we're on the same page. All I got to say is when you're on a road trip and someone's got shitty pants, check out scentcrusher.com, get yourself the ozone go, and there's no regrets possible except for bringing your shitty friend with you on that road trip. Check out scentcrusher.com. Well, we are recording this from my iPhone in the middle of the woods in Colorado still. I'd say... We're to the end of our hunt here, <laughs> and uh, it's been rough. The uh, that fire kind of pushed everything down. The heat's been rough. I've had the chance to get service to talk to some people that are running into the same issues here in this area, or even more west of here. Yeah, it sounds like it's kind of statewide. So we just figured we'd do a little check-in. That way, we didn't close it out and leave everyone hanging on these uh, mountain podcasts, but. That's the way it goes, man. Public land, Colorado, over-the-counter tags. Um, that's why we're uh, learning on these type of hunts, and I'm putting in the uh, putting in points to draw better units. I'd rather learn on something I didn't put a bunch of money and points right. into. But, uh, no, we got some plans for some future hunts. It's been rough, but uh, I hope you guys had a good time. Oh, yeah, it was, it was awesome, man. I, I would do it over again. Didn't you know we didn't see a lot, but that's kind of the name of the game here. Sometimes got after got after some elk right off the right off the bat there, and Mother Nature said no, thank you. Kick yep. us out. Can't win them all, that's why they call it hunting and not killing. But no, I'm I, I would definitely do it again. This is a uh, it's not all about killing. Like of course everybody says that when they don't have a successful hunt, but right. it really is true. I mean, it's just a good time. But yeah. I felt like I already knew you before the hunt, but now I feel like we're, like, best friends. I like it. But, uh, yeah, man, we got some hunts. Hell, we got a hunt planned already for next year, hopefully. And I don't know. I figured we close it out. That's the reality of it. No elk this year, but try again. It was a good time. So, all right, guys. Thanks for everyone to list for what <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. You're tired. I'm so fatigued. <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. I love you. Go shoot your bow.